healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review, just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. That right there is a lot of Welcome back to the Basement Football News Clubbers. You are now tuning in yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the motherfucking podcast. I am your host, Kevin. As usual, we are glad to have you down here with us yet again as we race towards the end of the year. This is a good feeling. Um, aside from these little intros, I'm actually pretty much done for the year. So I'm getting to go out and do shit like see shows that I would miss because we were taping a podcast. <laughs> Uh, so this is really my favorite part of the year, and and also strangely, it's turned into my favorite part of 2017. Which, which let's be honest, guys, this year's fucking sucked. I'm not even going to say why Trump, but uh, it, it it's been hard all over, and uh, and that's okay. We'll make it through it, uh, but it's been hard all over, and um, a lot of this year we've been wondering what the response would be to what we knew this year was going to be and you know we've had a few albums pop up in there some of them are angry some of them are soothing and uh this album that we're talking about today falls into that category langhorn slim uh if you guys are fans of folk or americana you know who he is anyways he's back with an album called lost at last volume one and this is i, I don't know how much of a push this is getting um i know all his fans will have this but this is one that it, it, it sort of dropped into our inbox like, yeah, I know the guy. I've seen him uh, play a few times. I'm aware of his stuff. And uh, I'll check it out when uh, a little later. And uh, that was a mistake because, as it turns out, this is, in fact, one of the best albums of the year. Much like the Mavis Staples album uh, we just talked about, uh, but for very different reasons. This is a... Um, and you're going to hear me and Marcus Dowling and, and Eduardo talk about it. A little more in a second, but this is a uh, a salve, if you will, a musical salve, an honest statement uh, made to uh, to just help, and it has. Uh, so I can't remember if we say it in this episode, but if if you're listening, Langhorn Slim, thank you for this. You have helped uh, at least three of us talking about your record right now um, round out this shitty year, and I would imagine that you have helped a lot of other people with this record. Uh, so you know. That's all I got to say up front. Going to keep it. Try to keep it short for this one, under an hour. So no track at the end. I'll, I'll hit you up and let you know what our plans are. But uh, that's it. So let's get on to it. If you guys are ready to head on down to the basement, uh, join us already in conversation talking about this wonderful album. Here we go. Uh, talking about Langhorn Slim's fantastic "Lost at Last" Volume One. God, how did you get up there? Samuel! What, what, is, what is Sam? Did he knock something over? From did he knock over Gandalf? What is Sam doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you knocked over Gandalf. Dude. And now... Dude. The cats engage in gravity. It, yeah. It's just they have to keep their vigilance against the moment when gravity... Let's, 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 talk, let's talk about this while we yes. get a check on you. Eduardo, check on you. Check, check. Tell us about the cat gravity experience. It's a, it's a well-known fact that that cats uh, subscribe to the belief that at one moment, with no warning, gravity will stop working. And so in order to remain vigilant against this moment, they have to constantly test gravity. So they conduct gravity experiments. I appreciate the levels of humanity that we reach on this podcast. Yeah. So what does that mean for, like, what can we take away from that? First of all. Um, we should uh, find a way to better understand the nature of cat research because there's probably some very important work that they're doing yeah. that we're just not aware of. And right. there, there are just important barriers between. Yeah, y'all thought us. you were going to be ta- we were going to be talking about Langhorn Slim, but we're going to be talking about cats. Just, <laughs> I'm down for it. Got a kitten. I'm down for it. And I just saw that Ketty movie. Have you guys seen that? 
No. No, I haven't. Oh, it's about all it's about the, I know the, street, about. the street cats of Istanbul. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Like, okay. God, it is fabulous. It's yeah. like all these fucking I people think we can tie this together, but go ahead. People who have the souls of poets who just take it upon themselves to like take care of these cats. Okay. And they sit there and they feed these cats and they meditate pensively about the nature of cats and how cats <laughs> one of the, one of the, one of the best lines is that basically dogs believe that humans are God. Cats actually understand the nature of God because they know that humans are not God. Yep. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. How's that make you feel, Marcus? You want a cat or a dog now? I I mean, that's 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 a. What do you a, want? What happens if you get both? I mean, there's like there's like an existential conversation there at that point because like you yeah. know to be with an, an, an a, a a beast that is aware of of your 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 stature in in the grand scheme of the universe. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah. That's something else. Like I I've never had a cat in my life. I've always been a dog person. So have this you, have is, you? yeah yeah. So this Your is mom exciting. Have a dog? Yeah, my mom had we we had many dogs growing okay. up. Yeah, and they nice. and two, one of them ran away. Big, two small. of them. Tiny um, schnauzers wow. for the most part. Nice schnauzers are fine. Yeah, we had schnauzers. Uh, there was there was uh, Tobias Rex. It was, it was Toby. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw the Rex in there. And then there was uh, then there was Tess. Nice. And then there was uh, there was uh, there was uh, Chloe or Claude Hilda. Okay. Ooh. And uh, and and then there was uh, what's, what's the, the the last one? God, I can't think of his name. For, for anybody laughing, that my at- mother that my mother just like my mother like adopted one, and he just passed. Fritz. Fritz. For, for anybody laughing at at, at uh, my friend Marcus Dallin right now for these names, I, I will inform you that uh, my cat's names are Gus Gustafsson uh, Hall <laughs> and Gizmo Moonchild Hill. And and Samuel does not have a middle name because with a name like Sam Hill, do you need it? No. Nope. No, you no middle name. So so if you're laughing, you know where we are. We're in the basement yeah. and you can come get some. Uh but uh yeah, no that I mean that the depths of humanity are right of what we reach on this podcast and what yeah. we reach on this year. This is this is no, but this is actually all tied into this album. It by is. The way. It is and like, it's perfectly tied. In, this is actually. this is this is the next to last album review we're going to be doing this year. If you believe that, and what an album! Think about where we started out at, and then where we are now. And this is fucking. This basement has been destroyed in the process. And, oh my god! Yeah. No, really. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> and music, we've seen where it turned, and you know, we were all waiting for the Trump. If you listen to the podcast, podcast, we were all waiting for the. The anti-Trump stuff. Instead, we got Trump Pop and Taylor Swift, which Eduardo and the, and the, and the chain up. smokers. So the, 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 do and not the, forget well, the chain smokers album. Something we didn't say on that podcast. Maybe you can address since you were the person who was doing the question asking on the chain smokers. <laughs> yeah. Explainer, Eduardo, is that? Uh, yeah, chain smokers are the date raping, like perfect Trump apocalypse thing. Yes, yes. And, and how did fucking Taylor Swift turn into that? Because that's what she turned into. I I I don't I I disagree with the ultimate conclusion. So okay, so get I, out think, of the I think you're fired. I think a lot of I think <laughs> I think you had a good run, buddy. I think there were some run. some some brilliant points made in that episode, and I, uh, I I've told you guys off mic that I really agree with the uh, with with the take on gorgeous, which I think is like just egregious as a song. Yeah. Um. I I enjoy the album. I plan to listen to it again. I think it's flawed and it's kind of a mess, and and it's in and and. In the same way that like, you know, so, so, so my wife and I might put it on while we're doing something. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll catch her talking back to the speakers and just being like, that's not true, Taylor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that's not, that's not you. Like, you know, you know well, what that's, I, that's, that's the whole problem is that it's not her, but, we're... but we both enjoy the shit out of the album. So, okay. it, so it's, it's, uh, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm not going to defend repu. So I, I, I will. So in, you're voting for more. I, I don't what. <laughs> <laughs> other, you know, the, the, thing, the, thing, the, thing, the thing i wish you guys had talked about a little bit it was the so like the accusation to me that that um look what you made me do was somehow about the alt-right is just one of the worst takes have you got have you guys seen this that, yeah i've like, seen this no. and, I, and I, don't, I don't i don't i don't it is sell for it nope. basically the argument is that is that the lyrics are a code and that the alt-right identifies with like Oh look! You made us elect Trump because yeah, you guys right. were so into your thing. You locked us out of our house and threw a party, and so we had to come in. Look what you made us do. So, so that argument might be persuasive mm-hmm. if you couldn't take like 
fucking eye of the tiger or the final <laughs> countdown yeah. or, or even like you yeah, can yeah. you, you okay, can you can that. make yep. a persuasive case that any of those songs are about that that, that the alt-right can take that song and yeah. make it theirs so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna do a, tra- a transition for you Kevin. okay good okay pivot. so so this is okay so so the thing that flaws the taylor swift album is what makes this album great yeah it's um taylor according swift, to you i'm out of order. presuming i'm <laughs> presuming that at some point taylor swift has discovered a taste for craft whiskey and late nights yep and this is what happens whiskey when on you ice I, enjoy believe, right? I mean there it yeah. is right so when you drink craft whiskey at two o'clock in the morning two things can happen to you mm-hmm. you could either attempt to go home with some boy who's standing next sitting next to you or you can go home by yourself and grab your guitar mm-hmm. and craft nice. the album that we have from language slim the album we have from language slim and the title track that we have from him which is uh there's two songs on this album that are my favorite songs of the year sorry people Wow, uh, you have two favorites already? No, it's song. Song. I know songs. where you're going. I know where you're going, and I might agree with you. Yeah, is and, it is it you like the room? No. What's the other one? No, I'm not going to tell you. We're getting, we're going to get to that. This is the first one because this is uh, this is nigh perfect oh, for 2017. Don't think I'll see you anymore. At least not the way I saw you before. We're caught up in traffic. The landscape changed. Life is confusing and people are insane Can we be happy for a while? Can we just sit here, shut up and smile? Been talking for hours, forgot what we're saying Life is confusing and people are insane Life is confusing and people are insane. Um, as compared to what I said, and people we, are insane, and yeah. you know, I'll, right out of the gate, I'll, I'll say when when you think about Langhorn Slim, uh, this is a guy who came up uh, in the second Americana resurgence, I guess, of the late two mm-hmm. thousands. Yep, and uh, you you could realistically put him, especially on this album, which is very confusing for me. With people like Ed, uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Mm-hmm. You know, these trash bands that are making like trash music trading. Just in, disposable. Yeah, sort of, well, yeah. abusing yeah. a form. Well, they, they make uh, that EDM move. I mean, the, the money, the, 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 the checks, the checks cash, man. But before that, they, they, <laughs> they made a weird move where they uh, made, they abused the form is just all I can think about because it's it's pleasing if you don't care about the music, period. And if you have that platform, you should do a little better. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but this guy, uh, he's he's a uh, Newport Folk Festival veteran. He's toured with people like the Avid Brothers, Murdered by Death, uh, Lucero, Josh Ritter. Nobody you would you wouldn't expect. The Low Anthem, which is they put out an mm. album when we first started the site called Smart Flesh. No, it wasn't Smart Flesh. It was what, oh. uh, what was it? Yeah, it might be the Smart Flesh. Uh, but it was uh, it was fantastic. It was one of my favorite albums. And uh, Devil Makes Three now are doing that sort of thing. And the worst right. culprits of what we're saying, the Lumineers, even though I quite like their first album. Uh, and, and so he's he's sort of like ridden the wave in between all these bands. And as a solo artist, as a band, and, and been playing these shows that get acclaim. His albums, he's now on his, I think it's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. This is ninth album. Uh, it's his third on Dual Tone Records, uh, and he, you know, he he's carved with this reputation because if you do something this long, people are just gonna be like, "Yeah, you can do the thing," right? Yeah, mm-hmm. which is problematic in general, I think, because we you end up with a lot of people in the marketplace that you're like, "Well, oh, you made it this far, I guess you're okay." Uh, 
I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure we we one of them one of one of them has blocked you on Twitter. So yeah, <laughs> you're right. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that oh, guy. Seventeen. Adams? Yeah, oh, seventeen <laughs> records in uh, sixteen years or whatever. Yeah. Um. But the moment when I did that research and realized that it like hurt my head. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but so he so he's made this album where uh, he finished up the tour for Spirit Moves, and that was a very much produced album. And he looked around and said, hey, you know, uh, things are getting weird. And he looked around, like, during the, the election, like, things are getting weird. And, and I'm not sure how I'm connecting to everything. And there's a big manifesto that we'll put on the site you can read. But basically, he was like, I, th- all this doesn't add up to connection for me. And I need to find connection. And I need to figure out where that connection is. And I'm going to try to explain it to you if I find it. And and that's what this album is about. It's hmm. Lost at Last, Volume 1. Uh, maybe there'll be a volume two, but there doesn't have to be. I mean, I could just be a like, yeah, you're lost, get get over it. Right. And and it's the joy in getting lost and and sort of abandoning yourself that that he's exploring throughout this album. And and throughout this album, uh, we're going into uh, classic folk songs. Yep. You know, Jillian Welch, Dave Rawlings type of stuff. There's some there's some Nick Drake in there. Yeah, there's well, a that's lot Nick of, Drake. That, that, that's, a, yeah. that's Nico and, and British folk and Nick Drake. Yeah, there's some, up. There's, totally. there's, there's some Paul Simon inflections. Yeah. I was going to say the, that's, the that's, that's the thing that yeah. connected me. There's yeah. there's also, weirdly, some stacks, uh, which is just amazing. Uh, but I, I want to play the single from this because I think uh, also welcome in this is uh, Tom Petty, who we lost this year, hmm. who he did not. He could not have known when he wrote this song that Tom Petty was was going to pass. But if there was ever a song that that for me at least evoked what Tom Petty was trying to do, this is it. And it was is a pleasure. This is the this is the hit single, and it doesn't really represent the album either. No. It's just right. this is zombie. Zombie uh, from Langhorn Slim's latest album, Lost at Last. Sadly, not a Cranberries cover. Not Maybe. a Cranberries There's cover. There's also Better Man on here, which is also not a Pearl Jam <laughs> yeah, cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that song, actually, uh, my note is Jim James called Once His Voice Back. There it is. <laughs> We're not going to play that, but yeah, that, right. that, that is yeah. there. It is. So, uh, would you guys want, want to jump in on this? Yeah, I'll jump in on this. Um, there's, there's a couple things with this, this album and with, I think, like Langhorn Slim as an artist. And I think just in when you talk about like Americana as a genre, like most people who listen to America Americana have like either this have an entry point that's from like the rock side or the folk side. Mm. And in both of those sides, like there's like iconic music that again cannot be, you know, like touched by the average hand in order to like, you know, create like the modern evolution of the sound. And there's the thing with zombie, there's like this thing with the drums that comes straight out of like the Phil Spector Wall of Sound School, as Kevin pointed out to me. And then there's like things with the vocal harmonies that comes out of the mamas and the papas, mm-hmm. you know, sure. mm-hmm. like style. He's, he's not a California dude. No, so but this is like right. But it's just it's like I said, it's just part of the the the, the genre of doing Americana and folk. Because if you know anything about the mamas and the papas, their history, they're they were all folk singers, and they made rock music that sounded like the best of like the like Weaver style folk. So like you, if you're gonna touch this stuff, like I was saying, Eduardo. You, you'd better like crush it like out of the park if you're going to touch it this way. And the great ones do. And there's a thing with somebody like Langhorn Slim, like when you think about like the, the breadth of his career and kind of like had he's middled in a way. 
it's it's the fact that like you can eat in a lot of these genres. Like we've covered a lot of country this year, mm-hmm. and you can eat in these genres. Like Sunny Sweeney, for instance, perfect example. You know, we can use her because she just NRA popped in my member head. Sunny Sweeney, exactly right. But yeah, we'll use her as an example just because she's like able to like slide right in to like a very well worn space. And just kind of do like this thing that like sits right in the middle. And it doesn't have to, she doesn't have to write the greatest song that ever lived that right. like blows people away, like Dolly Parton style, like female singer songwriter well, music. It, it's competent while we wait for greatness. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing with this album is I feel like the thing with Americana and folk too is that Americana represents a, st- a, a certain era of America that the, I guess like the, the, if you look at America as a genre. If you look at like the concept of America, Americana. Or, America or America, America like America okay. as a country, like you know what we generally <laughs> believe of, like this is America in America. the future, the genre of America. Oh, right? Does that mean there's going to be an America core? Oh, of course there is. So we're, you know, like and that's what it is. Like you're like okay, so like America, the 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 wheat blows in the wind, and the 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 <laughs> the flag blows before the Super Bowl game, and. You know, mom and dad. Is the head the... of this movement a cybernetic Neil Young? I, I think it is. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a Pono right. player. <laughs> it's just, it was just a lone Pono player. <laughs> like, like playing in like, like the East Room of like the White House. Yeah. Like just right there. There it is. So in any event, with all of that, like, Americana is funny because the great American songs either have to like mirror like an exact frame of time in american history yeah. so like 1984 is like a great year for like americana like 84 mm-hmm. to 8 the second administration of ronald reagan perfect time for americana because you're like this is where we are this album is great because in um the uh the opening song that we played um um life is people, confusing, life uh, is yeah. confusing. Yeah. It's it's ironic because when the man opens his mouth and says life is confusing and people are insane and the music that you hear under it is like you know me and Julio down by the schoolyard you're like what what is going on why is he saying that life right. is confusing when and this then, when this music feels so right right this music has all the answers yeah and right? then when you frame that against yeah. what's going on in America right now which is like this b- bizarre perversion of Reaganomics and mm-hmm. Reagan's second term America well, it it. It's fascinating. It's fascinating, and it feels uh, a term that we don't try to engage in too much, but it feels authentic. And it, it, it feels like this is, and, and this is why this album actually completely landed with me. I heard, I, I sat on it for a month. I had it for a while before. It no, came you out. did. Like, and I, yeah. I, I did, and then I you just, kept telling me about it, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, but no, I didn't listen to it. Yeah, and and then it, and then it, it was about to come out. I said maybe I should listen to that, and. uh and I did, and then I went out two days later and bought it on vinyl. Like it was, it was an immediate like, oh, this connects, and this is, and that's why because part and Eduardo, you can speak to this. Part of the folk tradition is exploring the uh, underlying, not just political currents, but underlying like social concerns, like people, people in the communities mm-hmm. actually what they what they want to talk about, what's what's what's. What's bugging and what's causing the stress in the communities, right? Right, right. And and it's and in a weird way, this album it like does that by explicitly skirting everything that's problematic. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I sort of I, I, I kind of found myself listening to, you know, having these thoughts that weren't really related to the album as I listened to it, but really more about like the nature and the purpose of music and the role of music mm-hmm. in social life and in um and 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 the idea that that no matter what else is happening in the world there's always this like parallel stream of music out there that people can sometimes like siphon a record's worth of material off of yeah and just and like and it's sort of like this weird timeless thing and so from that and, and and i think that's why the album like immediately upon first listen you're just sort of like you know, uh, you want to be ensconced in it. Is, well, this is, is, and this is all stuff we've heard before, right? Yeah, there's, 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 there's and this uh, is all stuff I have, we have mocked. And I have, yes. and I have, I actually, actually, I, I, I find this album very easy to mock. Yeah, um, you said and that. I, and, I have, right? and I have, and, and, I, and, I, and I can. And I was immediately like, you're and, fired. And I will, <laughs> and I will, I will, I will, I will save some of that for the next segment. But, 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 but I, I, you know, the, uh, 
partly because I want I want to make it very clear like how much I enjoy the the experience of listening to this album. Right. And I like, know where I you're got, going with the mocking, and we're going to join. Gonna well, so like and, I got a yeah. I got a haircut today, and um, and it's one of and it's this place near my office, and I don't I don't I haven't been there a lot, but like they do all these things in addition to the haircut, mm-hmm. and it's like the washing, and then at the end they like wrap a couple of towels around your face, and there's this. And I'm not, I don't, I don't get massages. I don't like, <laughs> yeah. I did once on my honeymoon and I talked through it because like George Costanza, I felt guilty about the fact that someone was like touching my body. And I like, <laughs> I just, I like, I couldn't relax, you know, like I'm just not someone who like does, I'm not, I'm not good at the spa self care, whatever we call uh-huh. it now. But there is a moment after they wrap the like fragrant sandalwood towels or whatever it is around my face and, and the hairdresser steps away and I'm just sitting there with this like warm, delightful sensation on my right. face for about four minutes is what she gives you and it's just it's just so fucking nice and and i'm sitting there thinking like why don't i do this all the time i should do this <laughs> weekly i should just get haircuts all like i should come here and they will put these towels on my and that that's how i feel about this album is like i put it on and i'm like it's just it's just a place that i want to spend time in well, shout, out, shout out to peter montero at the atomic salon in providence rhode island <laughs> where i got my afro cut and, and, and during four years of college and there was like a really buxom puerto rican girl who did the exact same thing and it's so fucking nice and you're like how do i can i do this at home yeah it was what's, oh, the, it what's, was, what's the technology hey, here? we can like, be sponsored by soothe the app you can find on itunes yes soothe for a hundred dollars you can have a masseuse come to you in your home and rub you all over and i will talk to them the whole time you know I, I was gonna go for a, a super downer of a song uh that i love that's i'll let y'all listen to this discovered lost this time which i think i think is a, a, that I, was that that was my guess for your other that's song such actually. a yeah it is a such song. a heartbreaking beautiful exploration of and a lot of this album deals with that of a loss of uh, feeling out of place with your relationship mm-hmm. and and that can be a metaphor for a direct relationship that he's in or america i mean yeah. let, let's be clear that's what he's talking about in a lot of this it confused me because i thought the whole rest of the album was about him getting some in the pastoral field and like yeah in, in, right, in yeah. a sort of like uh you know in like well, a, well, a snow white like th- with like you know birds braiding his hair and like yeah. framing like this is like if you, if you look at that and you you mentioned house of, house of my soul uh, Ocean City and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is it, it's going through the phases of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But the relationship, I think, is a metaphor for the world around him and not necessarily a girl. But if there's something that wouldn't convince you of this, it's because girls in the title also. And uh, this is something I don't often say, uh, but guys who are doing this should do more Stax music if they're good at it because – this is so arresting when you hear it in the middle of the album. You're like, oh, this is what all these motherfuckers wearing hats and suspenders and fucking, <laughs> you know, have, have been trying to do. Is, is it jaunt- yeah. jauntily placed on the Jauntily yeah. placed on the, and trying <laughs> Just to do. fashionably askew hats. <laughs> and instead what he proves is that all you need is soul and, and you need it on a song called Alligator Girl. Road around Tennessee Till they stole my car Hoping for a chance to meet the Alligator girl The electric guitar I jumped in the river Swam to the bar Hoping to be
Alligator Girl, and I know about recording stuff. You guys know about recording mm-hmm. stuff, and you guys know that's just a fucking use of a microphone and a filter and whatever, and, and I hope to God they didn't do it all in Pro Tools. Maybe they did, but mm-hmm. who cares? That sound, that is Sam Cooke, period. That is Otis Redding, period. That is a classic soul sound mm-hmm. that comes from the depths of a person, and it got captured there, and I'm not saying it's like even a good soul sound. I'm saying fuck you, Saint Paul and the Broken Bones, <laughs> and wow. any other. That's 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 an evergreen sentiment, by the way. And <laughs> not even <laughs> just in the context of this album. A- any band <laughs> that thinks they're going out there and doing soul by by doing stuff, and, and you you don't get it, and he does, and and that in, like in his a- entire career, I have not connected to his music. And I was already connecting to his music, and then that song came on, and I was like, all right. It's like, I want him to, like, I feel like he plays, like, Solomon Burke records. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. The, kind of, oh, yeah. And that's the kind of thing that, like, people who make actual soul music do. Yeah. Like, if you're trying, like, if, it's like a Savannah, it's like a very specific kind of soul. Like, you can, like, listen to, like, a Daptone record and be like, ooh, I'm going to make a soul song. Yep. Or you yeah. listen to like you know, or you listen to like Otis's be- greatest hits on Spotify mm-hmm. while you're like in your your tour bus, and you're like, "Ew, I'm gonna make a soul song." But like the guy who like goes to like 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 the not the like the the big giant Amoeba record store, but like the corner record store that's like yeah. next to Amoeba, right? And like finds like the Solomon Burke record that's like way back in the corner and may have like a stick of gum that's like you know like on it and it's like you know like kind of gummy and disgusting, but you still listen to that record because you're like, "I want that one." But to Eduardo's point, off mic. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, what, that, what was your comment? No, yeah. say it because it's, it's yeah. the well, truth. Well, I think you know. I, so I think the we've said all the nice things we have to say about this, and and um and and I think I think we we really like the record. And so let me just preface this by saying, Mister Slim, if we if we should ever meet, and you know, feel free to punch me in the face because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say so. I'm gonna say some. Like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the the perspective of like what's what's kind of hateable about this album, which is that I so I described it as the musical equivalent of Instagram filters. Um, it is, it's, it's very, you know, it 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 feels very of the moment, and I think that's kind of Kevin's point about the the dudes in suspenders. Well, and and and, 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 and all also that. it feels very spontaneous. I mean, he recorded this thing in in about five days. It does. It 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 has like like again like it's it's a great great album it's so like i every time i put it on it's all i want to hear and i want to hear it all day long that being said i watch this is us (laughs) kevin's (laughs) kevin's favorite show and and um and so and and this hits me in the this is us in the same Mm -hmm. way that you know i didn't i don't know i watched like three seasons of parenthood before i finally gave up on that show but 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 where where the album where you could hit on this record is that so many songs on it seem like they could play during the credits of a movie where where Diane Lane is the mom and not the romantic. So let's talk about that. And let's talk about that. And that's that's what you were talking about is like what the purpose of music is. And that's something that we are. I think we all we all look for. I mean, because we don't Mm -hmm. we all enjoy uh, the pop hit, the fluff, the the sugar high of of whatever we get of, of a great hit. And so but we also all obviously because I sent you the numbers the other day. I think we three weeks we, of our lives are on tape just this year. Yeah, yeah. So think about that. They're gone. Yeah. I, I, I they're know. they're on tape. Here, here. Us yeah. three, especially. I, not, especially for, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> us three. Right. A lot of that. So, 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 I've done like what, like 157 hours of podcasting or something. Now something here? like that. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so so you know we we think more about the stuff and that's that's why we're talking about the stuff and. And what it is for, and what I think ultimately it is for, I think it is uh, for that sort of relief. I think it's there for criticism because I'm a critic, and that's. I mean, yeah. It, if if it weren't, then I'm just some. We're all just some assholes, like yelling at stuff. <laughs> old uh, old but, man yells at clouds. Yeah, yes. but, 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 but but art art I think can't exist just in a vacuum. To be like, here's art. Don't look at it badly, you know, because then it just opens the door for as long as you can get into the art circle, then it doesn't matter if you're good or bad. So if the purpose of music, I think, is 
what this was my theory, and, and I'm going to play a song to support this, and is to is to not just enlighten, but often in its best case, uh, give hope to people, and that can be through sadness. I, I got I got a sweet ass uh, reissue of. The Cure's Disintegration. Mm. We can play it upstairs later. Oh, yeah. man. It's fucking wow. amazing. Like, yeah. like, and that, that's such a downer. Such a downer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but hallelujah. But hallelujah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can fu- you're able to find uh, beauty and hope in loss, in uh, despair, in everything. Whatever you can find it in. That's what you have to seek it in. And, and, and that's what and you have to be open to receiving it is, is the thing. And that that's sort of what I think music is for. And I think a lot of this album is about that. And I think it's why it resonates with you because you can make fun of it and you can uh, you can compare it to very lightweight shit. And there's lightweight songs on here. House of My Soul yeah. is not a good song. I mean, yeah. well, it is. It's it's, it's, it's a well built song. But then I hear the chorus and I'm like, oh yeah, like yeah. The, like like it solved right. it solved the equation for the song in my but, mind. But you know, but, but this song more than the last song we played literally reached out and smacked me in my fucking brain and and this is the it should be like the coda to this year is dealing with Trump if you're mm-hmm. of those people and it is it uses a. Uh, it's not an onomatopoeic device, but it's it's the same reaction you have to uh, Andy or uh, Adam Grandusial war on drugs going woo, yeah, <laughs> like those type of things. Yeah. Like you, you, it's fake humanity that is real, and uh, and I'm just gonna play it because it's fucking it, it's great, right? Yeah, never mm-hmm. break. Love is the key, and under the stars, I lit a flame to dance in the dark. Could break my bones, could break my heart, but you'll never break me. Love is the ocean. We are the fish, love's the surgeon and we are the stitch. I've been wounded, but I promise you this, you'll never break me. think if you are somebody who is not an evil uh piece of shit in 2017 in America here uh that that is a direct uh call out to you mm-hmm. and yep. as as i mean look we're we're at the end of the year and we've put up with a lot and and I can start to parse it and and I think you guys uh, most people I know are starting to parse it mm-hmm. and 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 think about the impact that all this shit has had as we start to uncouple uh, for the first time from our news cycles, as we start to uncouple from our our hatred 
of what's going on and just figure out what the fucking do. Have, have, have you really? Yeah, that the hatred is the it's still there. The new cycle, yes, but it's but it's so <laughs> well, I can, well, by un, so I can by, feed my by hatred. Uncouple, by, by <laughs> the uncouple from the hatred, I think I, I, I think what I'm talking about is figure out how to use it productively. Okay, yeah. fair, yeah. fair. Instead yes, of just, yes, instead of just I, as, as the Facebook event was screaming into the void. Yes, yes, yes. Right, right. Instead of that, because that's that's a completely useless thing. We are people in this room and in this city, I think, who actually do the shit. Yeah. I can't I can't speak for anybody outside of the city. I, I, activists everywhere, but here we have no excuse. And we all yeah. took a break. We had to. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And and that breaks over. That that is one thing I've I've felt getting to this end of the year and then looking at the albums we loved and thinking about like h- how everything is gone. I was just like, yeah. And then this hits and I heard it and I was like, bro, you have just like given me permission to like feel all this right now and now it's time to get going. That's just like, my interpretation. Yeah. This is like the knockout punch for the year. Yeah. Like if you if 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 you in any way like this whole entire album in a lot of ways is but like, if you in any way like it, have it like, really is right, it's snuck in under the under yeah, like right, like, like it's like if you had in any way like care about humanity, and you listen to this album and you don't immediately like at some point either cry or just stop whatever it is that you're yes. doing and like think about the year in totality, like it, that's what this album does and that's what makes it mm-hmm. great, and especially this song. Like, come on, you can break my heart, but you can't. Yeah, break like said, me yeah. like yeah that's 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 2017 that is 2017 in like yeah. one like lyric like bam like there it is i mean you can't and and i and i say this because it sounds so plain but that's the thing that makes this album great as well it's is that plain. everything on this album is so so plain i i spent like five years of my life covering electronic dance music from like all four corners <laughs> of the globe music that doesn't even sound like music sometimes and music that's experimental and derivative and variant and unique and strange and bizarre. And it was funny because it's like I, I've had this reckoning with like, you know, doing a decades project and all mm-hmm. that, like this like reckoning with like my life in like the last even like eight to ten years. And like it was funny because like I'm listening to this album and like it's the it's the deception and how simple it is is when you listen to what he's saying. Yeah. And you listen to like how well lived this album is like you recorded it yep. in five days, but it's not like he wrote these songs in five days. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, right. and it's, it's he may like, have, but that, but right. No, no. But it's yeah. like, yeah, but it's like, well, this was in him and it came yeah. out. Yeah. And it's like, and there's a thing with like the great singers and the great songwriters. Like if you're, if you're a great songwriter, you write the song that, that writes to the point of the, uh, we, we talk about ab a million and one times, but like generation is great because it's like, he wrote a song directly to the point. Yeah. Like, this is the point that I'm writing a song about right here, right now. Fuck it. This is how I feel. So, like, when you listen to something like Never Break, it's like, okay, I'm writing this song to this point right now. Boom. But the great singer is the one who's able to, like, take the emotional weight of the world and then put it through their voice. And yeah. then the voice speaks the words that speak to the moment. And the thing about the great songs is that they move. The moment. Well, because we know the crowds that this is going to play to, and it's mm-hmm. going to it's going to be the people who love the Lumineers, and again, they have nothing, no, no problem with the Lumineers. Yeah. But they, Americana has become common commerce and commodity. Yep. Yeah. And and this is, uh, and you guys are welcome, more than welcome to disagree with me because this album makes me super sentimental. Like to me, this is high art. It totally is. This is and and I, and this is. I don't think this is necessarily intentional. I think he had an intent going into the album, but I, I don't know if he he understood what he would have coming out. But this is for me. It's simply one of the best albums. Yeah, it's, of the it's, year. it's 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 felicitous, right? Like yeah. it's it it, yep. it it has um it has this contemplative quality. You know the 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 thing I alluded to earlier is that I kept I kept thinking about the expectations I have of music right now. And thinking this album is is meeting none of those expectations, but I also am powerless to turn it off. Right. Right. right? And like and and in fact, like, and it's not even just like, oh, now that it's on, I have to listen to it. Like, I want to listen to it. Yeah. And the and the and the and the amazing, you know, to to kind of circle back um and and sort of undo uh, uh, uh or unmake a point I made, you know, the 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 thing about Instagram filters 
uh, is that, you know, they've sort of become proxy for like an artistic choice. Right. So you sort of right. say like, oh, you're doing something to a picture. But they, they, they've become proxy for emoting. Yeah. But 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 right. And a very and a very specific sort of feel like, and all yeah. that. But without but, saying it. But like posting pictures and not using filters is also a choice. Yeah. Right. Recording a piano and not making it sound old timey. Yeah. <laughs> Is a choice too, yeah. Right, and like, and I think, and I think, what this album sort of lays bare is like, um, is is the fact that like the you know you might think that some of the production choices sound kind of artificial or affected, but 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 the choice to have them sound differently and not artificial or affected is is also a choice, yeah. and 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 the idea that like one is pure or more authentic than the other is just we just don't live in that in that time no. anymore. So if you want no. to put out an album today that sounds like this. And that's and that's easy to hate on for the reasons that we laid out. Well, you but but also you that have to have that, the songs, right? And, and, and right, and, and, and the materials there. I, I, I would love to see real, him. Real, real uh, talks. You know what I want to do? Huh. I want to invite him and Mavis Staples to sit in the basement and talk Obviously. about wow. making two of the best albums yeah, of, yeah, maybe, yeah. of the year in the same way. But can we, can we get Phil Cook to moderate? I, I think you could do that. <laughs> okay. Damn. So, I mean, but I think, like, and, and that's the, the trick. It's like, if you're not listening. Because, because Phil's doing this. Phil doesn't have as high a profile as this. Yeah. Right. He does in all his projects. But this is this is what Phil is doing. This is why yeah. Southland Mission yeah. was so fucking good. Right. Because he just said, this is what I love. This is what I sound like. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, uh, and didn't fuss with it. It came yep. out. Yep. Yeah, it's brilliant. And the so, words that came out on Southland Mission and on this are words that does what both of them intended to do was to like comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I mean, so this is like I guess my coda for like 2017 in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's like listen to this album, listen to Ab's album, listen to the Mavis Staples record. Okay, so like I'll, I'll start off by saying if you listen to the Kendrick Lamar album, you listen to Damn, and you're like, <laughs> I got nothing. But Rihanna doing loyalty and yeah. my heart swells because <laughs> yeah. it's Rihanna rapping and singing sure, and sure. being Rihanna. God bless. Fenty Beauty. Shout out. Um, you, you hear these three albums and you get like the actual human experience without commerce in any way being the driving mm. factor yeah. that makes the songs go. Yeah. yeah. And that's like the... In, in a year where, like, everybody's concerned about money and music. Like, everybody is concerned about money and music. We have to go to Spotify. We have to go to Pandora. We have to go and I think- sell a million vinyls, whatever. You know, have people play a game to buy an album, you know? Yep. But there's three albums. There's, like, the Everett. I didn't there's- play a game. I just I just went and registered my purchase on the Taylor Swift <laughs> website. And then I invited a couple of friends to do the same, which it, got it me some gamified. extra points. It was gamified. So you have, like, the Mavis record, the Aaron Abernathy record, yeah. and you have this, uh, you have the, um, why am I blanking on this young man's name? Langhorn Slim. Langhorn Slim's <laughs> album. You have these three albums. And if you listen to these three albums, you'll get a real sense of, like, what it is to be human this year and yeah. that's important okay. and, 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 and and to close on that and one quote that is from his manifesto what he said when he wrote about this so good which lies which uh lies squarely in what you were saying um he quotes a few people bob dylan Rumi, cat stevens which is yes. this is a very cat stevens record exactly really. it is yeah but it's the miles davis quote that i think and he said, Miles David said, man, sometimes it takes you a long time to sound like yourself. And most artists, when they say something like that, that's bullshit. Uh, yeah, you listen to the Kamasi record, too, by the way. Yeah. Always listen to Kamasi Always record. Always listen to Kamasi. But, but they're, yeah. most, artists, most artists, when they say that, but uh, Sean Skolnick, who's like on some real name. Okay. Uh, he internalized that, and he meant it, and he let it, so... Congrats, you made a fucking badass album. So Langhorn Slims, Lost at Last, Volume 1. I'm ashamed, but I got lost this time. And I just need some time to find myself again. We cried ourselves into a dream. And in the morning we awoke to find relief 
And so we tried again But we got lost, my friend Our love was skipping like a stone thrown from the shore It hit the bottom Langhorn Slim's Lost at Last, Volume 1, is available everywhere you can buy fine records. I bought it on vinyl up at Songbird right here in Washington, D.C., and uh, you can too. I believe they have it up there. Regardless, you need to get this record. If you enjoyed uh, what we played for you a little bit and, and hearing us sort of describe it for you, then uh, then this is your jam. And I promise you, you you, you will not go wrong with this. Uh, a late, late in the year surprise and, and, uh, and a very welcome one. That is it for this uh, episode of Junkie Glasses, the podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell your friends about it. Uh, you can leave us a rating or a message, too, to tell us how you're doing, or you can just email us. Email me at kevinchunkyglasses.com and say, man, I really like this, or man, fuck you, you're wrong about everything. Either way, we listen. We listen to everything. Um, we're also available to listen to it on Google uh, Play, Stitcher, and Mixcloud, so you don't have to have iTunes or an iPhone to listen to us. Uh, you can also, if you just have the internet for as long as it's lasting uh, without this net neutrality bullshit, you can go to www.chunkyglasses.com and all of our ep- episodes are posted up there. Uh, you'll also see the fine, fine work of Matt Connor and Mauricio Castro. They are out just about every night uh, shooting shows and taking in the live scene of Washington, D.C. and beyond. And in my humble opinion, they are the best at what they do. Uh, out of all the people doing this uh, at this level, at least, uh, they're phenomenal. And uh, soon joining him is going to be a, a guy by the name Avery Junius. You'll see a little more work from him coming up in the new year. Uh, with that said, this is our. We have two podcasts left, I think. Uh, we're going to be talking about Chris Stapleton, and uh, then we're going to be talking about the new U2 album, because we've never really talked about U2. On this site, and much like the Automatic for People podcast we did a few weeks ago, it's uh, we have a lot of thoughts. Um, I'm not going to tell you what those thoughts are, but uh, <laughs> you'll find out soon enough. So that's going to be next week, and then the following week you're going to get our uh, our year end best of. It's going to be we're going to talk about ten albums on the show. It's going to be a list on the site of twenty five albums, personal lists, uh, so you get the different flavors of the people who who actually do all this work with me. And uh, Matt and Mauricio, uh, like I said, on the live stuff, are going to be posting a list of uh, of their favorite shows. Uh, so it's going to be great. And then we're going to take a break. And uh, I'm going to take at least two weeks off. Might have some talks with some people to have get 2018 ready. But really, just take a break uh, and and enjoy just hanging out. You know, all this is is hanging out, really. But uh, we rarely hang out without a microphone in front of our faces. So we're all just going to hang out and come back for you in 2018. Uh, so that is it. We are out of here for this week. It's a tune in Monday. Chris Stapleton's From a Room, Volume 2. And uh, until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi!